From the Financial Times in London, I'm John Murray-Brown and this is FT News. It's taken five years to get there, a journey of 1.7 billion miles at a cost of more than a billion dollars. But at around four o'clock this morning, or to be precise, 11.53pm Eastern Time, NASA's unmanned Juno spacecraft signalled it had successfully entered the orbit of Jupiter, the solar system's largest planet. With me to discuss this key development in our exploration of space is the FT's science editor, Clive Cookson. Clive, NASA has described this as the hardest thing they've ever done. What was involved in this operation? The spacecraft, Juno, was approaching the planet at a staggering speed, 270,000 kilometres per hour. And NASA Mission Control had to perform a really intricate braking manoeuvre to slow it down enough to be grabbed by Jupiter's gravity. At the same time, it had to survive some really intense radiation as it came into the planet, and Jupiter like Saturn, has a ring. It's a very tenuous ring, but there were also space rocks and space dust to avoid. It succeeded in escaping all those hazards, and now it's in its elliptical orbit. So what were the key dangers involved in that particular part of the mission? First thing was that the spacecraft itself had to work perfectly. It had to fire the motor, and the motor had to do some interesting on-and-off manoeuvres over 35 minutes, That all worked. It had at the same time to escape the radiation. It was well radiation-proofed, but until it survived, we didn't know for sure. And it had to avoid those rocks. It's done all of those things very successfully. And believe it or not, after that five-year journey you mentioned, it arrived within one second of its scheduled arrival time. So remarkable timing. Jupiter is said to hold the keys to understanding the origins of our solar system. Give us some key facts about Jupiter and what sort of research data will Juno hope to gather during its term in orbit? Jupiter is by far the largest planet. By mass, it contains more than all the other planets put together, including the other giants like Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. It's key to understanding the origins of the solar system because most of the stuff that ended up as planets is there in Jupiter. Jupiter is covered by thick, swirling clouds and no one really knows what lies beneath them. We've had one spacecraft before going to Jupiter. That was Galileo in the late 1990s. But Galileo was mainly looking outwards at Jupiter's moons. It performed some fantastic experiments there. We got some brilliant pictures. But Galileo was not really designed to look down. Juno is going to look more down into the planet's atmosphere and try and work out whether it's got a solid core, a liquid metal core, just to find out what's there. Now, Galileo, the great 17th century Italian scientist, was, of course, the first person to identify the moons of Jupiter, I believe. Could this mission discover more moons? Yes, I think it will. There are 68, I think, is the latest count, is the number of moons. And NASA mission headquarters is expecting more to be discovered. And on the subject of Galileo, there's an entrancing video that's just been put up this morning by NASA showing the view of Jupiter and its moons as Juno approached over 17 days. And they show a most entrancing harmonic movement. And as one of the mission controllers said, Galileo Galileo would have been overjoyed to have seen that film. 
I read that the Galileo probe was ended by programming the spacecraft to enter the Jupiter atmosphere and essentially self-destruct. How will the Juno mission end? Juno will go the same way, probably in 2018. The point is that they don't want it loose in the Jovian moon system, just in case it contaminates it, because there is the thought that one of the moons, at least, Europa, might contain some primitive life, so they don't want microbes from Earth contaminating that. Therefore, it too, like Galileo, will plunge into the atmosphere. Unlike Galileo, there is some hope that it might send some pictures, some observations of what lies under the clouds before it finally dies. Well, those are very interesting developments then. We can see why the scientists at uh, NASA's headquarters were so excited this morning when the news came through. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc., 